Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm back. That was a... Uh, yeah, when's the last time the three of us were <laughs> on a podcast? It feels like it's been a while. It's been, it's been a minute. Somebody's always been gone or doing stuff. And I don't know me. what we're going to do next week. It's next week's thing we're doing. We oh, may not yeah. have a podcast next week. Oh, yeah. Poop. But I'm, I'm thankful for you two. Okay. Oh, that's, that's sweet. <laughs> Did that feel... Genuine. Genuine. That's the, the most genuine thing ever. Sarah's ever said to me. I almost, I almost said, did that feel genuine? Genuine. <laughs> My pony. Okay. Well, we have lots to get through, so let's just get started. Let's get to it, which is funny because two days ago we were like, there's not a lot happening I know. in the movie world. And then we talked a lot. Um, first of all, because I feel like we always forget the movies that we saw. Was there anything that we saw that we need to talk about? No, we haven't been we haven't okay, been good. able to we haven't been seeing stuff. Yeah, Sorry. Like we Sorry, barely listeners. mentioned Parasite like when Nathan was on, right. and I feel bad because I, I I feel like we owed it more time because it was such a great film. But whatever. But we are seeing Uncut Gems tonight. Yes. So if we would have been recording next week, we could have mm-hmm. talked about that. But instead, maybe two right. weeks from now we'll talk. About it. Or we'll, just, maybe we'll maybe we'll, let, we'll do yeah. like a mini episode or something next week. We we could still record. On I mean, I'll be here the beginning of the week so. yeah if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that the one movie that i saw this year was an adam sandler movie <laughs> i know there's no way i know but i'm excited for this me a prestige too. adam sandler movie though yes I'm very excited for a 24 okay well let's talk about <laughs> this uh, wacky crazy nicholas cage film yes that i almost forgot about could it. be getting made how did may you may almost forget about this getting made. I, well it's because the news came out after we recorded last week oh. so um so it, he's in negotiations and it's this movie called the unbearable weight of massive talent and it's a, <laughs> an extremely meta uh. film because nick cage would be playing Nick Cage. Yes. In a, an alternate Nick Cage universe. Yes. Where he's not totally himself, but he's playing himself. So this character is desperate to get a role in the new Tarantino movie while also dealing with a strained relationship with his teenage daughter. He occasionally talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself who rides him for making too many crappy movies for not being a star anymore. Wonderful. How on the nose. It sounds incredible. It is all very on the nose. I am so bleeping excited because I, I had to hesitate so i am so excited for <laughs> yeah. whatever this turns out to you be you made my life easier by not having to beat that Th- yeah, up so you're thank welcome. You. oh there's more and i'm almost wishing that they didn't release so many details about the plot because it could almost it's a spoiler a little bit but the cage character is under a mountain of debt probably true we don't i mean i assume he had been at least true, at some point. yeah and finds himself forced to make an appearance at a birthday party of a mexican billionaire who happens to be a fan of the actor's work and secretly hopes to show him a script that he's been working um, and then Cage is informed by the CIA that the billionaire is a drug cartel kingpin, yada, yada, yada. He has to work for the government and the situation spirals dramatically. I Incredible. just don't know. I, I mean, it has to be amazing. It has to be green lighted with Cage in it. I hope so. It I wouldn't want work this, any other way. I want this so bad. I know. I and do, I want it to I win every Oscar. <laughs> right. I also want it bad because I don't think that it would be a bad movie. I don't think there's yeah. any way that it could be or, bad or if it is, it's like a good, it's, it's like a, a funny, good yeah, good, bad. Like, this is ridiculous. How does this movie exist? I know. But, uh, and I'm sure like it's going to reference like older stuff, which mm-hmm. is amazing. I am, this is like somehow more exciting to me than whatever Marvel movie is coming out yes. next year. <laughs> I am so well, excited. Well, I think it's weird, but every time I read the synopsis or like think about it, it could be like a Birdman almost. Yeah. Right. I see yeah. it as yeah. like a Birdman. And if they do it right and they do it, 
but the plot like is that, so then... but the plot is so wacky that it fits the kind of movies he's making yeah. nowadays also so it's just so strange and I can't wait. Did you ever watch Mandy? No, I haven't seen Mandy. I haven't yet. seen Mandy either. I know. You know who did the score for that? Who? Johan Johansson. Cool. That was his last movie. Oh, yeah. interesting. I think really? R.I.P. I wonder how that score is then. Is it good? Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Well, I bet it's great. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's another. So, sorry. What? No. I'm I was going to say, here's another <laughs> wacky bit of film news that I just thought was funny and I, we had to mention it. So, um, and how do you pronounce his name? Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Okay. Bong Joon-ho. What did you just call me? Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> he, he's the director of Parasite. Um, he said he won't direct a Marvel movie because their clothes are too tight. <laughs> They're closer to He doesn't like tight clothes. What? They all. He's like, they all wear tight Holy clothes. He says, he, he says, I have a personal problem. I respect the creativity that goes into these superhero films, but in real life and in movies, I can't stand people wearing tight-fitting clothes. Yeah. They gotta move correctly. You know, like the, so why the said, clothes are I'll too- never wear something like that, and just seeing someone in tight clothes is mentally difficult. I don't know where to look. I feel suffocated. But what it, could you imagine like Batman with like baggy know. jeans? Yeah. <laughs> like No, but I just also think it's I think it it's so fun it's funny and also sad that that yeah. is a barrier for him. Yeah. It is. Uh, and I don't you know, know what that would be like to be around people with t- like does he not go to dance competitions right, right, ever? Right, right, right. <laughs> I am sure there's a superhero out there for him that doesn't wear baggy clothes or doesn't, doesn't wear tight, wear tight, tight clothes. Is he not around hipsters that work on films that yeah, wear like yeah. tight I'm sure stuff? he's got like crew like members. Yeah. Right. I just I thought that was so great that I it's not totally movie news or anything of importance. Yeah. Just but, interesting. And I also really like Parasite. And they yeah. didn't. They all had pretty baggy clothes. In that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he did work with Chris Evans, who's in a very tight spandex thing. He worked with him in. Uh, oh, in uh, Snowpiercer. No, nah, he wears bag. He doesn't wear tight clothes. Not in, in the movie. I know, yeah. but they all wear baggy, homeless-looking clothes. <laughs> yeah. So far. Uh, okay. You guys need to see Parasite. I will. I would like to now that you say it's great. It is. It is great. I've been talking I about really it for months, it. and you had no interest. And I mean, then Sarah sees it and loves it, and you're well, like, "Well, I got it." No, Nathan loved Nathan it. That's why. It. If Nathan loved it, then go. I'll yeah. go see it. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> he he takes my recommendations like a year or two later. And then attribute oh, yeah. it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this movie? Yeah. <laughs> that someone, somebody else told yeah. me to watch. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Dang it, Chris. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really excited for this, but Noah Hawley, who does Fargo and Legion, um, is going to write and direct the next Star Trek, but it's going to have the whole Star mm. Trek cast. So Chris Pine's coming back and Zachary Quinto and Zoe Saldana. So I I'm on board. like that. It's been a minute. A hilarious case of failing upwards because Noah Hawley's last movie bombed yes, so bad. I know. I saw this really funny thing. Somebody tweeted like, ooh, well, uh, what will Elizabeth Banks' project next be then after Charlie's Angels bombed so bad? And it's kind of a good point, but that's just how Hollywood works. What's, and he's had a lot of hit Lucy TV in the shows. Sky. So. Mm. But Lucy in the Sky, so he has had a lot of hit TV shows, but Lucy in the Sky was his direct, his like his feature, first film, feature did, film, and released. then it bombed, and, it did and then now bad. he's doing Star. It's kind of, it's just one of those things that's hilarious. But he's a bit like but his I, TV shows are so yeah, great though. His TV shows are great, so I'm I'm really excited. Maybe it, so. I, I don't know. Maybe Lucy in the Sky was just a bad script to begin with, and well, he wrote he wrote the script too. Yeah. Was there any doubt know. though with the Charlie Angels movie that that would not be terrible? 
Um, like, I think by watching the trailer, you knew that was going to Yeah, fall. we all know. No, no, we all knew. It was, yeah, for sure. But, but, but reviews have not been that bad for it. No, they've been pretty mixed. I think that there was a marketing issue also. Yeah. Uh, a t- maybe time. A lot of people I were guess. saying that like, they didn't even know it was being released. And Yeah, I think they were marketing it funky. I don't know. I, I just think that. There's also, like, I don't like the argument of franchise fatigue because we've had so many, like, Spider-Man movies that keep mm-hmm. being successful and stuff. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, Charlie's Angels is kind of an outdated product. Right. And yeah. yeah, for sure. There's a lot of reasons why I think Well, I think the trailer looks a lot like the trailer. or uh, The trailer made it look like the movies that were made with... What's her face? Drew Barrymore sure. and right. whatever. And Cameron Diaz. Yeah. The early two thousands. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what year those were released, well, but it made it it didn't look any different. Sure. And I think especially with that, those movies don't really hold up anymore because mm-hmm. it was that well, it's so cheesy. Early mm-hmm. cheesy yeah, and stuff, you know, that was being made back then by what's his Mick G or whatever. Yeah, Mick, yeah. Mick G, yeah. Um yeah, I just don't think those movies yeah. work today. I, and they made it look in the same vein sure. instead of making it like a refresh. Yeah, well, they. I think they were trying. Well, they they definitely were trying to make it an empowering version of it, and I appreciate that. I just think there's a just a lot of factors in why it bombed. Mm-hmm. But but it it was just one of those things that's interesting to point out that whatever you whatever you want to say, like he he Noah Hawley just had a movie do so terribly, but now he's getting onto this big franchise. But again, he's had a lot of success successful TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. So he's it's one of the you could argue it's like, well, some directors make a bunch of good movies and then a bad movie, they still get work because it, everybody knows they can do something mm-hmm. good. So I, I that's that's how I view this is sure his movie just bombed. He's got a whole catalog of stuff that he's done very yeah. well. Yeah. Not everybody's always successful at everything. Right. Really the most the weirdest thing for me is that this apparently is not the one that Tarantino has been right. supposedly involved mm-hmm. in. So it's like, is that going to be Are a we gonna different get another one? Star Trek or, around the same time? Yeah. Or is that just not going to happen now? It's just really funky. Yeah. I know. It is very strange that all of these directors keep latching on to yeah. certain franchises with their own take around the same time. Sure. Well, and I'm sure maybe we're about to segue into this. Yes, but we it's are. It's very similar to... This uh, the, the Star or Star Wars well Star Wars stuff oh, sorry Star Wars. Oh, yeah. maybe I jumped again sorry I was going with Joker which also could be in in that conversation sure. of another Batman movie just well with Todd Phillips well and, sure yeah um, I want to get your guys's take on this because are you for a sequel happening or no no, no. it seems no. like a lot of people aren't but obviously yeah. this is just a I money just grab <sighs> well I mean it depends like I, I think I've said before that there is a storyline that may, maybe would be interesting, like about Joker, you know, securing his place as the Joker in the crime world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But supposedly Todd Phillips had said in some quote before, like, well, we wouldn't want to do a movie about him being the clown prince of crime. It would be something else. And it's like, well, then I don't know what it would be after that movie. Right. It just feels strange. But the movie has made a billion dollars. Like, of course, there's going to be they want a sequel. Right. I still liked the Joker. I yeah. just don't know. And maybe it would actually be good to have a sequel because, like I was saying with that one, it felt so real because we mm-hmm. were missing the comic book stuff that mm-hmm. I think if it, they did tack on something, it m- might make the le- the first one, you know, feel, feel more complete. Sure. So, but here's the the weird thing is that after the reports came out that not only were they developing a sequel, Todd Phillips was going to be developing other 
solo yeah. origin story. And then they came back and said that meeting never happened. The, yeah, Todd Phillips came out and had this lengthy thing saying that, like, well, that never happened. Like, any discussions about a sequel, like, of course, Joaquin and I talked about it, and he said that we've been at, like, a dinner before, and an executive or somebody's been like, well, have you given any thought to mm-hmm. more? And then when he first pitched the Joker, he was trying to pitch a whole label and I remember them talking about this where it was going to be like DC dark or DC black or something where like they were going to do these origin or, stories these dark of, yeah, so the villains. I have a hard, I, he may be saying that like, hey, that's premature. I'm sure we're going to get one still. Yeah. I'm sure we're still going to get a sequel. We made a billion dollars. Yeah. It made, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all. No. I, I'm not surprised it went from no to, yeah, of course, like we would totally do that. We yeah. Just don't know what it is yet. It'll happen. It'll happen. And. I don't think there's enough DC bad guys that deserve a whole origin story. Like, I mean, I don't necessarily think the Joker deserved to have a solo origin movie either. So I, who knows what they can do. But there, I feel like there's too few good DC villains. With right, good you said or, Mr. Or, Freeze would be a good one. Yeah, because Mr. Yeah. Freeze, his whole backstory is that his wife has some sort of disease and he's trying to save mm-hmm. her. And he's like a scientist and he's yep. trying to save her. And then he has an accident that makes him Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's probably something really dramatic and interesting they could do with a man trying to save his wife from some disease. Yeah. Or maybe she's not getting the care she deserves or whatever. I'm sure they could do some crazy allegory about healthcare or something mm-hmm. if they wanted. But, like, <laughs> you know, he, he has one of the only... I mean, I guess Lex Luthor maybe, but I like, I don't know. Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, Lex Luthor was the worst Lex <laughs> I never saw that one. Ugh. Yeah. So bad. Don't they, bother. They were trying something What's, different, I, just, but we, it didn't work for me either. Maybe it's just me. I didn't mind Kevin Spacey's. No. I didn't think he was great either. Really? I think he was a good Gene Hackman version. Of, I like Gene Hackman's <laughs> Lex Luthor. Yeah, and I, I love Gene Hackman, but I think that was definitely what they were going for was the... Because he was obviously... Because Superman Returns took place in the same... Was a sequel to Superman 2 and the original mm-hmm. Superman. So he was playing the Gene Hackman version, and that worked really well. But yeah, the Lex Luthor on Smallville was really good also. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum. Shut up. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. But aren't they taking the TV one and he's going to be in something too? Brandon Routh or whatever. Oh, well, yeah. The uh, the Arrow universe or whatever you want to call it. They're doing the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline and there's going to be like multiple Superman. So they're they're bringing back the Smallville Clark Kent and Lois Lane and they're bringing back Brandon Routh Superman. Even though Brandon Routh plays a character in these shows, a different character. They're doing something crazy. Oh, goodness. Okay. My interest is... Low. I don't know. <laughs> so give me, there's so many. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we kind of touched on Star Wars a little bit. Um, so we don't really know... So Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy, who's the president of Lucasfilm, has been heading up all the Star Wars projects. Mm-hmm. And she may or may not be continuing on with Lucasfilm. I think a lot of people are for that. Um, her contract expires in 2022, I think, or 2021. So there's a lot of like uncertainty uncertainty with Star Wars um, with either her like leaving, but she also like lined up a Star Wars film. So, yeah, we don't know anything about it, but there's going to be a 2022 Star Wars film, even though they just said that they're kind of putting the brakes on some of the yeah. Star Wars mm-hmm. projects. So no one really knows what that is. We know that uh dan and david are like no longer doing their mm-hmm. trilogy i don't know where the ryan johnson one is or i think that one's still up in the I think air it's still possibly happening they haven't said either way um 
so yeah, what's going on with Star Wars? No idea, but apparently there's going to be a film in 2022. And she has a director lined yep. up for it, but yep. hasn't said, I think, what did they say? They're not going to announce it until January, no. I think. And this hmm. also has nothing to do with the Marvel Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige's. That, so that's, that was the point I was making with Star Trek, is it's so weird that like, you know, like what what's going on here? What are we making? Like, you know, you have the Tarantino possibility, but yet you sign Noah Hawley on to do Star Trek. Well, now there's like, well, we're putting the brakes on Star Wars, but we've still got Kevin Feige developing one, and now we're hiring a director for yeah. a separate mm-hmm. one. It's like, just what is going on? I don't know. No idea. Um, they said that there's going to be an announcement in January. It seems like they're kind of setting up John Favreau to take over everything. Maybe he'll oh, be the sure. new Maybe. Kathleen Kennedy. I think he's been really successful with The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and everyone's saying how wonderful it is. Yeah. He's already in with Disney because he directed mm-hmm. The Lion King and he did Jungle Book. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of putting him in place to take over. Yeah, things. and I would probably be okay with that, I guess. I know. I remember there was always talks with the new Star Wars movies. His name was always thrown out there for like, Mm-hmm. He should direct one, and I and I agree. And well, he started the Marvel mm-hmm. yeah. universe, yeah, though. and the Mandalorian has been great. So it's just so funny because I never would have like, you know, ten years ago. Oh, John Favreau's right. gonna be like yeah, yeah. be doing all of these things. Like he's still the dude from Swingers, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He, that's what I was gonna say. Is he goes from making Swingers to yeah. and then what, uh, the other and one. He, he was did like made. the boyfriend mm-hmm. on Friends for yeah. a while. Oh, I forgot about that. He, he, yeah. direct, he directed Elf. Yeah, you know, I just wouldn't have expected that guy to be this big. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's yeah. funny how those things come out. But, you know, I love we've had this discussion before. I love Star Wars. I'm all for more Star Wars as long as they're careful about it, I guess. But it doesn't I don't know. I just but want... you're really liking Mandalorian. How many episodes have you seen now? There's two? been two. And yeah. And I, I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like a movie? It, no, it's a good like ep- it's so it feel I like it because it's so simple. And obviously it's probably for budgetary reasons. But, um, you know, it's definitely I mean, it's not episodic in the sense that, like, new storylines every week. It's definitely one storyline that's being broken up. But, yeah, it's it's it would have been a good movie. Whatever they're doing would have been a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. Okay. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's hard not to talk about it because, like, I know a lot of spoilers are already on the Internet. But I, I still mean, don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it. But, yeah. You know, I really like where they're going, and there's a lot of questions. And, you know, like, for example... So Jawas were in episode two. So now we're like, oh, wait, where does this take place? Is it Tatooine? Like, Mm. did, Mm -hmm. you know, could this tie into like... They never say what planet they're on? No, they don't. And so it's like, could this tie into like Obi-Wan Kenobi in some way? Could like he be involved in Mm -hmm. or have had been involved? Maybe this is setting up the Kenobi series. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Okay. Now I feel like I have to buy Disney Plus. <laughs> Dang it. The episodes are short too. This one was only 30 minutes. Oh, wow. oh really? I thought it was like an but, hour. But it's kind of nice. Short. But it's sort of it's sort of nice cuz they're doing a they're doing a I don't want to say they're doing a lot in 30 minutes, but it's very entertaining and I don't feel I've never felt like, "Oh, I wanted more." Like I think what they're doing is good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, cool. Let's talk about cats or okay. not. Uh, we'll just mention that cats happened more there's <laughs> more another cats, trailer. more cats more and i lameness. don't really have anything to say i just think I it looks really no, bad no, i don't I understand it, it either because it's presented like is there a competition I what's going right. on yeah I, i've never seen cats you mean yeah, you've there's seen cats a cat right? competition that's like changes their lives yeah. and is that normal is that part that's of the not musical? what i remember i don't remember that either. being at all i also still have a major problem with the way they look yes <laughs> it still bothers me yeah. and yeah. like idris elba there's that shot of him like sitting on whatever 
whatever it is that he's sitting on, and it's like, oh, what is no. you know, what is this? Yeah. And they've got human hands, and they've got human feet. They don't look like cats, and it no. bothers the crap out of me. They have their own hands. I yeah, it, you, they have human hands, like the James, because I they have a shot of James Corden, and that's where I really noticed it. And oh, um, he's got like fur on his paw, little. Well, palsies, no, 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 no. but yeah, but he's got five long human fingers, like uh-huh. they're shaped like human hands, and I still it still weirds me out that like. They have br- breast shape. I don't want to say yeah. they have breasts, yeah, but the, and but Taylor like yeah. shakes it at and one point. They, so they move, and it, it's oh yeah, like, they do have no like those are very human hands. Yeah, yeah. like it just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, th- that's a great way to put it. That's how I felt watching that, yeah. that, the, the next trailer. Yeah. Also, they don't let Taylor Swift speak in the trailer, but everybody else gets to. I'm like, yeah. she's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just. <laughs> It doesn't yeah. look good at all. I'm I feel not. like this is going to be my this year's. Um, oh, why did I just split, uh, into the woods? I was oh, really sure. excited mm-hmm. for into the woods and I, I hated yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but was definitely let down by it. I had a lot of issues with into the woods. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it just looks just ill-advised. It's coming out on Christmas. I saw a, jo- a joke tweet that was like, breaking news, Kevin Feige to produce a Cats universe, <laughs> Cat cinematic universe. <laughs> Starting with a Rum Tug Tugger movie. <laughs> like that's a little scandal. I have a good segue. Yeah. We Go were talking it. about cats. Might as well talk about dogs. Yeah. Let's talk about the dogs. Okay. Harrison Ford. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was the plans. plan. Oh, that was thing. the plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's okay. Good job. Good job. Good job. You actually well, predicted one. And, yeah, and I did. Yeah. Yeah. Call of the Wild. I... I'm normally not excited for this kind of stuff, and the dog the dog actually looks surprisingly good, even though it's all obviously CGI. CGI yeah, um, but I don't know what it is. That trailer was yeah. kick ass. I, that's I loved the trailer. That's how I felt too. I really don't care about these movies because they all feel the same yeah. to me, like adventure dog, whatever happening. But this one, this one got to me. I, I was know. Like, this I looks, was like, this looks fun. But then I, I think it's Harrison Ford. He sells it. Yeah. Well, then I was I was kind of upset because I'm surprised he would do a movie. Like I know. That. Me too. I'm a, I'm a little upset. I'm. I mean, obviously you can kind of predict it, but mm. I'm upset if the dog dies, which <laughs> right probably. But like in the trailer, it shows him crying in a shot because I watched it like three <sighs> times because I love it so much. The trailer. <laughs> And then it's like in that scene, then she's like, he only, he never trusted anybody more than you. And then he's like, as a shot of him, like turning his head and you can see a tear rolling down. I'm like, so oh, great. The dog so died. So does it die? Yeah. That's the first thing I said to Justin after I watched it is like, this effing dog is going to die. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not watching that. I can't handle. Like my, Marley and me my broke little my heart, heart. can't handle those and things. Like, I can't do. I can't do pet movies. No. I didn't care about Marley and me. They just make me sad. You didn't care about do- or dog <laughs> Marley and me at the I end? Know. Sad. I didn't. I don't know. The I ending was I the saddest thing ever. I didn't feel it. I just don't like. Yeah, because you know it's gonna. The they are gonna kill the after yeah. dog. Well, it's, it's based on a happen. book. We can find out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's based on a literary classic, The Call of the Wild, which I've never read or know anything about. I don't know if it's an older book. I don't know if it's a new book. I like the title. But it's the story yeah. of Buck, a big-hearted dog whose blissful domestic life is turned upside down when he is suddenly uprooted from his home and transplanted to the exotic wilds of the Alaskan Yukon during the 1890s. I don't know. <laughs> I just, he's going to be tortured and mm-hmm. bad things are going to yeah. happen to him. And then he's going to be protecting his owner. And I just, it's not going to end well for the stupid dog. Harrison Ford's in it. Dan Stevens is in it, which is cool. Karen Gillan's in it. Bradley Whitford. Good cast. Yeah. I don't know how they got Harrison Ford to sign on to that. Uh, I don't know. He's old. Maybe he wanted the money. Maybe. I hope it's fun. Like, I, I hope yeah. it ha- gets 
decent reviews. Yeah. It looks like it could be good. Yeah. It looks better than most of the dog movies we've been seeing. Yeah. There's so many dog. That, I, I know. I think I also have a problem with that. There's just so many dog movies recently. Dogs Purpose. They're like, all those are all the same. That's why yeah. I was excited for this. Oh, I thought that different. one looked the same yeah. too. I but mean, it's a fun adventure. Like this, this one feels like an adventure film. As right. there was drama. just a, yeah. another dog adventure film. Not yeah, that but long it was ago. a dog ran away and then That's it finds the its one owner. I'm talking about. Yeah, because we were about to do a podcast about dog movies and i started writing down all these dumb dog movies what was the one it was like colin farrell or something just had a dog movie oh are you talking about the milo ventimiglia one yeah what the oh, heck yeah. was that, that one was, yeah. that one well yeah he was like a race car driver and i guess I they have know. a dog whatever. and there's like but those are the those are all the ones where there's like a voice playing the dog right. too and it just feels cheesy and boring and it's because one of them was a f- success and they were like mm-hmm. we gotta make more dog movies but this one does look different I hate dog I, yeah. movies they just make me sad this gives me like homeward bound yes vibes a little for bit. sure oh, which sure. i used to love homeward bound I did yeah. as a kid yeah michael j fox man yeah sassy was she roseanne Barr? i think so yeah <laughs> I need to rewatch that. Did any, I can't remember if somebody died in that movie. I don't. Bad think things so. happen to those animals. I think though. the older dog. I think they just get the crap beat out of them. And stuff. Yes, all you the know. time. Oh, it, it was all. They make you think they're gonna die at least. I know, and then you're like, it made you think about the, the dog's perspective. Like as a kid, when yeah. he was like, the, the guy was just trying That's to. Sad. And maybe it was the second one. I can't remember. It was the first one where. Uh, Michael J. Fox is the dog. Like the guys just found him and or found him and tried to like help him and get like something out of the his porcupine nose. Thing. Yeah, the porcupine yeah. thing. And then oh, he's like yeah. freaking out, thinking that he's gonna be taken. And I'm like, no, he's just trying to help, dude. Yeah. Don't run away. Yeah. Dogs but they all smart. found their home, so all is well. <laughs> I I just I yeah, it hurts hurts me to watch anything bad happening to animals yeah. on screen. See, I'm not a monster. <laughs> just with dogs. I can't. That's why I, won't, I have a trouble watching Dumbo. Oh yeah, that because was that I just but it was not a good movie. That's I'm oh, glad. But you know, if something happened to the cats, I don't think I'd care. No, they look too oh, human. Like poor they Jason no. Derulo. Sure, whoever. If they look more like cats, then I'd care. But yeah. yes, that's weird. Yeah, because they look like monsters, like just right. like f- terrible. You can tell of they're trying to force it to be <laughs> funny too, <laughs> and it like I I don't I don't get it. Yeah, James I don't like Gordon like doing his little thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. No, nope. um, Mr. Rogers. Uh, the Mr. Rogers Tom Hanks movie, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, opens this week. Yeah. Um, looks good. Does look good. So we didn't have a screening for that? No, we didn't get an Wow. Oh, no. That's, that's nice. Okay. But, um, yeah, favorite children's TV shows. Did you, were, you, were you guys Mr. Rogers fans? Did you watch Yes, it? Okay. I yes. was a Mr. Rogers I fan. So I have, I mean, I would have been a little, little kid when I was watching those. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a show that I remember watching when I was a kid, but also like mostly my mom telling me, "Oh, you used to love Mr. Yeah. Rogers," mm-hmm. because I I know I was tiny when yeah. we were watching that. So yeah, that was one of mine. Yeah, I definitely have sure. memories of watching it. But yeah, we're talking about favorite childhood TV shows. Yeah, so it's sort of tricky because like I feel like I had different phases of stuff. Like I definitely, um, I don't know when when my like shift or whatever you want to call it happened because I remember. So when I was a little kid, besides watching Mr. Rogers, we watched a lot of Barney mm-hmm. and a lot of like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, yeah. which is a whatever an interesting combination. But I think Barney and was on was that was on PBS maybe mm-hmm. the same yeah. as Mr. Rogers and Arthur. Um, I'm but, like right on with you. Yeah, Arthur that makes sense. Power Rangers. Yeah. So that, but then at some point we started watching more sitcomy stuff and got obsessed with like Boy Meets World and yeah. family, and Family Matters mm-hmm. and stuff. So I don't know when that shift happened, but I definitely. Like young, young Justin was a lot of Barney and Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. I don't even know why I liked Barney in hindsight. I miss the Barney boat. 
Really? I was I was too old mm-hmm. by that point. I do remember being in third grade, so I would have been eight, and some kid. It was the, I think it was on the same time I found out for sure about No Santa or whatever, and I got made fun of for watching Barney, and I'm and I remember thinking like, oh, like I think I wore a Barney shirt to school, uh-huh. and then got made oh, fun of for a little kid, and it, for it crushed me. Yeah, it might have been second grade. Either way, it cr- I remember it crushing me, and I went home and cr- and talked about. I don't know if I cried, but I was like. Am I too old for Barney? And of course, my yeah. mom was like, "No, like watch what you want to watch," which is true. Sure, but then I, but I did stop watching it because I was like, "No, I've, I'm too old for this." I'm, 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 I watched kids are Arthur think I'm a baby. when I was kind of older. I mean, I, did too. I, I think yeah. Arthur was a little bit for older kids though. Barney, I, feel, I think so. Barney, I feel like was a Sesame Street. Like if you were watching mm-hmm. Sesame yeah. Street and eight or when you were eight, you were too old to watch. You Sesame think so? Street. Yeah. Well, I, I still watch Sesame Street. Sarah. <laughs> I mean, that's like t- it teaches you numbers yeah. and letters, yeah. and y- yeah. you know that by the time you're eight, you shouldn't sure. be. That's le- true. Learning to spell. Well, yeah. well, I think Barney taught a lot of like good lessons about cleaning up and <laughs> and friendship and stuff. You know, <laughs> so does Sesame Street too. But yeah. I think it's geared for. I think you're right. Smaller children. I think you're right. So I, for me, that was I was also obsessed with Sesame Street when I was uh-huh. a kid and Fraggle Rock when I was a yeah. kid. Um, but yeah, once you grow a little bit older, you're not. Yeah. To watch well, those shows. yeah. <laughs> I had a crushing reminder of how old I was, I guess, and how I was oh, too that's old so for sad. Barney. Yeah. So maybe maybe what that a was jerk. Why. But also kids are jerks. Kids are jerks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Teasing you for a Barney shirt. Did I you guys know. was Teletubbies a thing when you were not kids? when I was a kid. Teletubbies would have been my little brothers. Okay. And I did that's not that's like, like the new Barney. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I was I didn't Do you Teletubbies remember were creepy. did you guys ever watch um like Reading Rainbow? Is that Yeah, a thing? we did watch uh, Reading Rainbow reading was Rainbow. another one was another one of those that we watched a lot. And I remember like Wishbone. Maybe? That sounds or familiar. lamb and lamb chop was a puppet. I didn't watch lamb chop. That um, was also beyond. But my that time. was that was definitely around the same time that I watched a lot of Mister Rogers and reading. What Rainbow. about today's special? Did anybody no. watch today's special? It uh-uh. was like a mannequin coming to life, and they were like in a department store or something. Honestly, like these were when I was tiny, and uh-huh. I like I have vague memories, and but I remember I love that show. Yeah. Interesting. It was a de- department store comes to life after hours. Wow, mm. interesting. I don't, yeah. I don't remember that. That one. was great. You guys didn't watch. Yeah. I don't think so. well, okay, that was 98, 81 to eighty seven. Oh yeah, before my time. So mm-hmm. you guys wouldn't even have been born yet. No, well, I was born in eighty seven. So that's when I was like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. So I remember really liking that. There was a Macaulay Culkin TV show when was I was it a really? kid, like something about a wish or he was like it was a cartoon and he was the voice of it. Uh-huh. I used to love that too. Page Master, I did love Page Master. Yeah. That's Page a movie. Master was yeah. yeah, that was good. And then Zubilee Zoo. Did you, no. either of you watch Zubilee Zoo? See these, are, I mean, you can tell the age difference. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was a little tiny child, and I'm sure it was off air by the time you well, guys. Well, we had some born. stuff that was before our time. Like we watched. Captain Captain Kangaroo a lot, um, and I'm pretty sure that was a little before my time. But mm-hmm. I think my mom liked it. I don't think that it was in her time either. But I think that she just liked it in general, mm-hmm. and so we watched Captain Kangaroo a lot. Okay, Zoobly Zoo was eighty six to eighty seven. I actually thought there was more episodes, but I guess it was only. You know a, what I a did year? like when I was a kid, mm. which is just like weird, MacGyver. Oh really? Yeah, that is really funny. I was funny. like in, weirdly into MacGyver yeah, for some reason. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's like an older man show, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get into Murder, She Wrote, though. Me, well, I mean, that would have been weird. Yeah. That would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> I say I that, got but... a little older, yeah. I was Saved by the Bell, California Dreams. I love TGIF, Step by Step. Yeah, Step by Step. Family mm-hmm. Matters. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't really like a huge Hanging mis- with Mr. Cooper or Boy Meets World. We did watch Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But I remember them being in like... Yeah. 
being kids being a fan of those too. Yeah, we I were really into those, and there were ones that came that we kind of discovered later because the Disney Channel picked stuff up or whatever. Um, and that's probably how we discovered Boy Meets World because around around our even Stevens time, we were also watching like Sister Sister and Smart Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, were really big ones. Then did you get into? I loved Keenan and Cal. Yes, so that up. was that was something because nope. I. Also wrote down, and this is probably when I was a little bit older, but we watched all that, mm-hmm. um, and which led and kind of leads and led us to Keenan and Kel because mm-hmm. obviously it was Keenan and Kel. Yeah. They were on all that, and those were shows we were definitely obsessed with. Like we had a Keenan and Kel book, like they novelized, really? yeah, they novelized <laughs> like a, an episode or a couple episodes uh-huh. or something, and I read the crap out of that book. Even like I was obsessed with Keenan and Kel. I didn't get into Keenan and Kel. Really? Wonder, let's see when that was on. I'm yeah, so happy for I was probably a little bit older. Um, but I love Saved by the Bell. Uh, oh, no. I, it's a kind of off topic, but uh, Cal, he made it to the finals oh, in good. Dancing with the Stars. Good for him. So and then good. they voted off James Vanderbeek. I know. Yeah, that was really tough. That, like, we started, we cried like multiple times in the episode. Good oh Lord. Because Cal had a dance in honor of uh, a friend that he lost at a younger age to gun violence. And it was like a dance, um, you know just about like gun violence Mm -hmm. and so it was really emotional and then uh everybody like even tom bergeron and aaron andrews all the judges were crying and then like 20 minutes later james vanderbeek had a dance and they had a package before and he uh said that he lost like he he, tonight he's like today's not my night because he like lost his child and yeah, so and then they voted him there. off the and then island. They voted, so then he was like, everybody else was crying Jerks. again. So it was like the second time people were crying, and then they voted him off. Yeah, and they're like, they were crying because they're like, I can't do this, but I have to. And yeah, so I had to vote him off. I'm like, wait, nice. Mm. Also gross. I feel gross about them. Like, t- I feel like not. That's sensa- like emotional manipulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I don't think sensationalizing sensationalizing is the right mm-hmm. word, but it just feels like, well, you know, this miscarriage thing. Yeah, it feels gross. Yeah. Keenan and Kel ran from 96 to 2000. Oh, I graduated wow. in 01, so yeah, I would Yeah, would, not that was not that you would not have been watching that. <laughs> like like that's when I had graduated to watching like Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Sure, me. yeah. Well, it's fun it was fun to kind of look back and realize cuz like I definitely had my Mr. Rogers and Barney phase that I remember and then kind of moving on to the more live action, well, besides like Ninja Turtles and stuff, but moving on to like moved on to Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and then uh, I did like Ninja Turtles, yeah. but I think our Ninja Turtles were different. Like I, well, I was a big fan of the movies. The cartoons started I liked, in the late. I did 80s. like the cartoons yeah, too. They started in the late eighties. So I would have been. I feel like we watched them for a little bit, and then after the movies came out, like we stopped watching. Sure, Turtles, sure. So. Um, there were, we also watched a lot of like Doug and Rugrats yeah. and mm-hmm. Hey Arnold. Never mm-hmm. got into um, that stuff. Oh, that was prime Nickelodeon. Yeah, exactly. Animaniacs. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? I did. With pink in the brain and stuff, so we were that was another one we were really into. But then, like, we definitely moved into these like sitcommy things, like Boy Meets World and See About the Bell and Family Matters. Clarissa explains it all. I had a huge crush mm-hmm. on Melissa Joan mm-hmm. Hart when I was a kid. Was that the oh gosh, what was that show on Nickelodeon? That wasn't Cl- Clarissa. I don't think was she like had a biochemical accident and she was oh like, Alex Mack. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know I she could turn into the like liquid yeah. goo and move through. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> the girl, uh, I wish I could remember her name, uh, but she was in Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Alyssa Joan Hart. No, 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 no. Alyssa Alyssa Olniak. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying over here. Alex Mack. I I did remember that. That was a 
funny. That was a fun show. <laughs> it's so stupid. There's, that was one of those like looking back. It's like that show is so ridiculous. Yeah. And then didn't they? I don't even know how many seasons there were, but wasn't it like what like the same person or group of people were like trying to find out? Like yeah, I think so. Like, how lo- how I think long it was it only a one season someone? show. Oh, okay. I think. Um, yeah. Anyways, fun. You guys are yeah. so young. Yeah. We just but, had different childhoods. We I mean, did. That's we all it is. Why I out. am. I'm yeah. much older than these you. shows. Like they gave me. My I'm first not crush. that much older mm-hmm. than you, but I like television shows wise. It's it's like it's there's kind of, a mountain between it, us. Yeah. It is interesting, like how just a few years makes yeah. a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because there were stuff like because I guess SpongeBob did come out in like '99, but, but I never watched SpongeBob. I never that, my little my little brothers watched it all the time though. But yeah, I want to clarify. I have never watched an episode of SpongeBob. I just sent you guys that SpongeBob trailer. I know. Of the oh, house oh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was uh, weird yeah, and it fun. Was, it was funny. SpongeBob kind of holds up. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's such, such a wacky show. It is. But see, I wasn't like watching a, too many adult things when I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched a lot of movies. I, I should have been watching. But, I did too. Yeah. So but I think TV that was the shows, problem. Not really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might have just been because like a lot of these sitcoms like Save by the Bell we used to get up and watch before school. Mm-hmm. And then um, like Boy Meets World I think would be on after school. So yeah. That's why we kind of got into those a lot. Saved by the Bell was our Saturday morning show. Really? Yeah. That's like the, there was like a series of things that you would wake uh-huh. up on Saturday mornings. See, I was probably watch watching those. You reruns. were watching the reruns. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So that's fun. I was watching it live where it was, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't wake up on Saturday morning and you missed Saved by the Bell, like you're, you're out of luck. Yeah. So sorry. I will say because of Disney Plus, I've watched the first five episodes of Boy Meets World and I think that it holds up. For anybody interested in rewatching yeah, Boy Meets World, I just World. didn't really like that. I didn't like. I never got into. Uh, you didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was really Fred's it. brother's name? Ben. Ben Savage. Yeah. yeah. I loved Fred Savage. Yeah. Wonder was Years was great too, but that. But was he one... was in all those movies when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah. So sure. I was obsessed with Fred Savage. Yeah. And I was little like, who's mon- this kid? Little, little monsters. Like a Fred Savage wannabe. That's fair. Ben Savage also in Little Monsters. Yeah. I did not realize until like, oh gosh, like three years ago that uh, Howie. Yeah, is how I made out. Yeah, is, is the, the monster? Is the monster? I forgot what his is name the, is. The good monster. <gasps> Whoa! I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who Maurice? the big the, the yeah Maurice, that Maurice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who the bad guy is, but that movie scared I think me. Louis Anderson. The thing like, I remember the most well, about that one. movie yeah. is when he pees in the like bottle. Yeah. And then oh yeah. The bad kids drink it. Yeah. And, like yeah. how horrifying that oh, yeah. was to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was drinking somebody else's pee. Ew. Yeah. Same. But like that. that movie was like when I was a kid, it scared me in like the last scene with the, the fi- guy with like a melted yeah. face yeah. or whatever. I don't know what. Because they were was under happening. your bed. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. And that guy was freaking. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it Gross. was scary. It was scary. I like that, but I did like those movies. Yeah. Oh, they actually. I I watched. It was like a year ago because I was thinking about the movie. I'm like, I wonder if it's online anywhere. And I just went on YouTube to like watch some clips. And then someone's comment was like, "This is the most horrifying thing ever." <laughs> yeah. and I guess he like grabbed a kid's head and was like po- poked his eyeballs out or something, oh, and then like grabbed the kid's weird. head and it, like I looked fake. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, oh, that's was, terrifying. Oh, it was another monster. I think. I think it was a kid. I don't think it was like an actual kid. Like a. I mean, right. I think it was somebody that lived in the monster yeah, yeah, world. It yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like an actual, but like, still freaky, but yeah, for I was sure. like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Ugh. Those movies. I know. <laughs> I know. It is It is weird looking back 
uh, what we like. And that's what I was bringing up last week. And I was watching all these like super adult films that I was like, what was I allowed to oh, yeah, yeah. watch as a child? Like sure. this was flat or even pornography. What, yeah. Or even what holds up and what doesn't. Cause there's even, yeah. I even tried to watch part of the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Granted it was some of the later seasons, but I was like, this, this is boring. Because like we were, we watched the Beetlejuice cartoon a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to watch some of that and it didn't hold up that well. And the real Ghostbusters, which was the animated Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with as a kid, of course, because it was Ghostbusters, and not not a lot of that held up as well as I wish it did. I bet you were into X Men. Of course, I was in X Men. That was that was probably another phase of Justin. It was X Men and uh, the Spider Man cartoon, mm-hmm. Batman. and Batman the animated series were all huge. And some of those do actually hold up. Mm-hmm. Those are still kind of fun. Ooh, I think I got a screener on my way. On the way, I just got an email from <laughs> UPS. Mm-hmm. Better be a good one. What if it's uncut uncut gems? That That'd would be, be funny. funny. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I think maybe the those superhero show the superhero cartoons were probably in my Ninja Turtles and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm-hmm. phase, but probably watched those longer still yeah. than I than I should have. But because uh, I, I didn't watch all, I don't remember what year I stopped with Power Rangers. Probably like ninety nine. Because mm-hmm. I know that like. After the movie came out, they were like ninjas for a while, and then, then they mm-hmm. became the Zeo Rangers, and I think I watched the Zeo Rangers, and then they became the Turbo Rangers, mm-hmm. and then I was no. like, I'm not into this anymore, right. and then they went to space, and I'm definitely not into it anymore. <laughs> Anyways. My, I always, uh, around this time, watched Jingle All the Way, and it makes me think of my childhood with Power Rangers, because my mom oh, had yeah. an experience like that. Trying, so, to, uh, trying to get uh, a Power Ranger doll Toys for Ross, you? And uh-huh. My mom exaggerates, but she would always claim that like she was like, shoving people to get the red power <laughs> ranger um because she's like they had the pink one but like and I, I still have somewhere in a box i yeah. told my mom to save like the original they're not in the box sure so they're not really worth anything but still like i'm like i these are just memories did like, you get yeah. your red power ranger I did what we, a spoiled and it had a little button on the so it would like kick the leg yeah we had we had the whole group of them man we yeah. had like we had the pink one and the yellow one and the black ranger and yeah we had all did you have the monsters too we had gold i remember we had goldar and lord zed but i don't remember if we had a Rita figure or not? How do you remember I know, these names? I know we had little versions. So you know how like they make the army, the army mm-hmm. guys. They made uh, toy versions of those for Power Rangers with like mm. Putty and all the characters that you could just set down and, and like they're like this. I know our podcast listeners can't <laughs> see this like three inches tall, mm-hmm. and we had a ton of those. Yeah, I remember all the characters. Fun fact: one of our coworkers yeah. was a Woody. stuntman on Power Rangers. Power Rangers in, in the 1997. I ever heard that story. You didn't. Oh, we've been no. telling everybody. How did we not tell you? So because you haven't been talking to me, he said he got to wear some Power Rangers costumes yeah. before. So he got to, and he okay. got to be the person that the Power Rangers beat up a lot. Yeah, so we're essentially friends with a Power Ranger. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's true. Yes, I tried to find that's, clips of him online and I couldn't find anything. That's going to be yeah, the yeah, title of our podcast. We're, we're friends, friends with the Power Rangers. Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Would it? Why has nobody put the Power Rangers series on one of the streaming streaming services? Oh no, Nick, uh, not Nickelodeon. Sorry, Netflix has at least had uh, the original. Uh, Power Rangers I think I did there. try to watch that at well, one point for five minutes. Why didn't we pull it up and, and like, try to find Woody? Because he was in costume. We wouldn't know who he He would was. know who he is, though. I don't think... I think he said he wouldn't know, but mm. it'd be fun to throw it on. He I said yeah. he, he said it was on the tail end of like, Amy Jo Johnson's run before she mm. left as the Pink Ranger. Mm-hmm. That was wow. one of my first crushes. That was... She no, was, was my first crush. Yeah. first crush. Who was the yellow one, though? She was cute, too. She was. Trini? But then didn't you say that like it's very racist? Well, yeah, because the Asian because character was the yellow, yellow ranger and the black uh, guy one, was yeah. the black ranger. Yeah. Oh, they were matching their costumes yeah. to their <laughs> to their race, the supposed yeah. race. <laughs> right. That's weird. So was the green Power Ranger Irish? <laughs> no, 
But I think they established that the Red Ranger had Native American something, I think. Mm. Like there was there yeah, yeah. Wow, I can see how white people would be upset about that. Let's scream or scream it. Oh yeah, let's do it. Because I have a scream it kind of in those lines. Then you go for it. I will go first. Okay, so (laughs) this just came out. So uh, the movie Harriet just uh, was released, and it's obviously a biopic about Harriet Tubman, played by Cynthia Erivo. And uh, the film screenwriter and producer Gregory Allen. I wonder if he's related to you, Chris. My Um, long-lost brother. (laughs) Actually has been trying to get this made since the early 90s. So apparently this, and I don't know why this came out as news. Maybe he did an interview. But he said, like, in 1994, a studio executive suggested that Julia Roberts play Harriet Tubman. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. What? Can't believe it. That's so insane. Heck. Um, he said, I was told how one studio had said in a meeting, the script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. When someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the exec responded, it was so long ago. No one is going to know the difference. (laughs) So terrible. I don't, I can't even fathom. That's that's bad even for the mid nineties. I I hope that person is dead now. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's not in the business. Man. No. That is so crazy. So ridiculous. It's it's weird. It's like surprising, but in some weird way, not surprising because I'm sure Mm -hmm. that's how things operated in that time and probably in some cases even now, but like. <laughs> How crazy! Uh, is that? It just made me gasp that that would yeah. be even even for back then any even kind of thinking that mm-hmm. you would even say, even say out loud. What yeah. a moron! I'm sure that was the height of Julia Roberts, and sure. they were right. hoping for Oscars and stuff. But but like, what? Come on! So crazy! Wow! Yeah. yeah, that's my screaming. Uh, well, I have. I was gonna use my screen as the Mandalorian, but we we got to discuss it. So my screaming is two two. They're comic book related. They can be in the same discussion. A, I'm really sick of the Mar- is Marvel Cinema debate. Can we stop it? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? It's anymore? gotten really out of control now. It's not even like this isn't even something that's like fact or not. It's opinion. Like Martin Martin Scorsese has an opinion. Let him have his opinion. And then who was it that recently had to speak out and say something about it? Well, I think oh well, the Russo brothers finally spoke yeah, about it, and Kevin Feige it. spoke finally spoke about it. And like this they said, oh, like, we're just some guys from Cleveland. We don't even use the term cinema. That's a right. New York mm-hmm. term, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like who who cares? Like if people don't like the Marvel movies, that's fine. So on that same note, my other my other scream it is this whole release the Snyder cut thing that I'm, I'm I also. I feel like it's just started up again, and I, I don't want know it to what go you're away. talking about. So, well, for backstory purposes, as everyone knows, when Justice League was released, everyone knows. Yes, everyone. I'm sure this is common knowledge that uh, in the some somewhere in the post production, Zack Snyder was either let go from Justice League or stepped away or whatever, and they had Joss Whedon come on to do tons and tons of reshoots, completely changing the movie, and then the movie was a mess, and then of course. Everybody was like, well, it's a mess because they didn't let Zack Snyder continue his vision, which, come on, there's no way this Zack Snyder version was going to be good either. So now, so for a while there after Just League came out, there was a push for uh, the studio. People wanted the studio to release the Snyder Cut, and for a while everybody was like, hey, there is no Snyder Cut. He didn't get that far along. But now in the last week or two, because it's been the two-year anniversary of Justice League, it's come around again, and then now Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot, or Gadot or whatever, and I think Henry Cavill and then the guy who played Cyborg have all tweeted hashtag release the Snyder Cut. So that 
if anything, to me, seems like a strategic thing that Warner Brothers, maybe they are releasing, going to release mm-hmm. it. And then just the fact that these huge stars are now tweeting their support feels like a can't be a coincidence, right. you know, even even though it was on the two year anniversary of Justice League. So maybe a Snyder, a Snyder cut exists of Justice League, but like. There's no way it's good. Right. <laughs> that, so that's why I'm annoyed is like these. I know there are people who really love Man of Steel and really love Batman versus Superman, but those weren't good movies. Right. And they and even if they're fun in some way, they have their faults. There's just no way like this is going to solve all the Justice League problems. Mm-hmm. Like I maybe I'm vaguely curious to see what Zack Snyder did. That's because I'm sure it's a lot different of a, of a very different movie, but there's no way it's good. So just yeah. shut up. Yeah. Just let it go. Just shut up. Just let it go. I concur. Yes, me too. Okay, what's your screen? Cool. Your screen my you my screen it would be kind of touching on your first topic, which <laughs> is Scorsese, and that Irishman trailer. Ooh, was haven't seen it. Awesome. Still haven't watched a trailer for it. They totally saved the best trailer for last. They have like quotes from critics. I got chills galore. <laughs> it was so great. I'm super pumped now. It totally brought back like good. good I may try to deals. see that this weekend. In yeah, the it's, at, it's at the yeah. screen then. Yeah. Yeah. I would. At the armor. It wasn't so long. So I'm like, oh, and plus I have the day off after Thanksgiving. So I'm going <laughs> to watch it at home. But mm-hmm. uh, sure. I, I was like very hesitant at first when I first saw the trailer. And then now I'm kind of like ignored the digital de-aging like it didn't bother me as much mm-hmm. i'm a little confused by it because robert de niro like i feel like his face <laughs> looks like he that's that's my gripe like he has like, like a weird it's like the captain america it's like chris evans has like a young face and like a yeah. lanky body or yeah whatever, and that, like, that's what? my biggest gripe is like you can de-age a dude's face but like robert de- robert de niro can't move like a 30 year old he still moves like a 70 something and so like when he's like holding a gun and i'm like like from uh like fighting in the war then uh-huh. like oh this is like <laughs> i i that's my only concern and we talked about that concern but regardless mm-hmm. of that like i I will say I won't spoil anything, but I love the quote and got me all giddy. It was said uh, whenever I think it was Rolling Stone or no New York Times said that like when De Niro and Pesci are on screen together, yeah. it's pure art. Yeah, there's um, there's lots of Oscar buzz. If any, I would say it's a front runner for a lot of stuff now. Yeah. Like I think Best Picture is going to be a toss up between this and Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Like it's a yeah, the reviews have been incredible. I'm just excited for Netflix to have a um, a really good movie as a front runner. Well, it's a good year. Roma. Yeah. Roma was great. Although and, I saw Roma, the Criterion Collection. Now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Netflix has Marriage Story and The Irishman and Two Popes, and they'll all probably be nominated in some categories. So, Very cool. It's a good year. Okay. Yes, I'm excited. Okay. And Uncut Gems. And you can go see The Irishman now at Screenland Armor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or sit on Netflix next week. I may do that. I'll probably sit on Netflix. But okay. Okay. Are we done? I think we're done. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody.